Mindfudgers, and welcome to episode 52 of the Mindfudge Comedy Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Corbett, and with me is... Andy! Hello, Andy. Hi. And then, of course, we also have... George! So eager. He's really, like, rearing to go. Let's do this. He's excited. <laughs> I'm gonna take a nap. So this week's theme is phobias, and this one was chosen by George. Uh, why'd you pick phobias, George? Um, the premier haunted house of Houston? Why do you think? <laughs> that place is a joke. <laughs> I've never been there. They make up half of our listeners. I don't think so. Oh. I would ass- that would assume we had more than like 10 people listening to the show. It's mostly homeless people. We have a lot more than 10 people listening. <laughs> but I don't think any of them work for phobia. <laughs> Hobos on podcast. Uh, I picked phobias because uh, it was something we I don't think we've talked about before. And, so you needed a topic as well. And then also the week prior we talked about babies and I mentioned on the show how I am like a little creeped out by babies and it had me thinking about phobias that I may or may not have and I'm just curious and thought it would be a fun topic to, you know, expand that. Is that why you threw my baby back at me? Yep. Oh. You want your baby back, baby back, baby back. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> All right. Well, let's move on to Mind Melters then. Here are some terrible questions based on this week's theme. This is Mind Melters. Question number one. Andy, what are your phobias? Spiders. Oh, my fucking God, spiders. And it has now moved on also to scorpions. Really anything with more than six legs. So you ever seen that movie, uh, Arachnophobia? Yeah, it's hilarious. All right. I mean, I'm terrified of spiders too. Like, it's the only thing I'm afraid of, honestly. I don't like spiders very much either, but I don't. I wouldn't say I'm like, well, I don't know. It's hard to say, because I would not like a tarantula on it's me. It's the only thing I like. Like, if I come across a snake, I'm like, oh, shit, a snake. And that's my reaction. If I'm, like, walking along and I look down and there's a spider on my arm, I'm like, <laughs> and I squeal like a girl trying to get it off. <laughs> this is entirely accurate. <laughs> I don't have that reaction to anything else. So, so it's is really- it any spider? Yeah, pretty much. I fucking hate spiders. I'm like, like even if you know it's a spider that can't like hurt you or anything. I hate spiders, dude. Not like daddy long legs or no. I like they all need to die. Like I'm fine with daddy long legs. If they're up in like the top twenty foot corner of my house where I can't touch them and they can't touch me and they're just eating other bugs, they're fine. No, no, they can't be in the house. <laughs> we otherwise, had a wolf spider otherwise in the you house. just burn the house down. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you, we know, have, you know what my garage is like. We have a lot of spiders in my garage. You mean the spider's lair? The spider lair. That's what I yeah. call it. Just throw a, like, every, a bug bomb in there. Well, every, every, spiders don't die from that. No, you starve them to death that you way. You starve them to death. But there's so many bugs where I live, and it's always so hot and humid. There's more bugs being born. They never they have a never need food supply source. So the only way to kill spiders is to spray them directly with poison that's absorbed through their skin. So I'm out there constantly. Like a raid. Like the raid spider and scorpion killer will kill them. And it's fun to watch them because they like curl up and they're like, Arr! they even make like a little sound like a as they die. <laughs> it's great. It's kind of like when you're boiling a lobster, it makes that noise. I've never boiled a lobster, but I can imagine. We had a fucking wolf spider at the house that was about that big. Oh, yeah. They're huge. Yeah. But I mean like a two inch. Uh, you ever seen the banana spider? spiders? Uh, it's not in my house. Oh. Terrifying. I'm uh, talking about where I live, George. Yeah, I'm talking about where my parents live. They live out in Sealy, so banana spiders are pretty popular out there. What the fuck, Sealy? <laughs> <laughs> and now with the Harvey flood, this just seems like to be a, like a, an abundance a of, lot spiders. of spiders everywhere. I'm constantly spraying poison around my house. I mean, I I just want them all to die. Actually, the day of when we were the day of the flood, I just saw 
hundreds of spiders crawling on top of the water. I believe it. It fucking sucked. Mm-hmm. It sucked trudging through that water. I was so afraid I was going to get bit by a spider. I believe it. I mean, I've had a lot of spider bites in my life, which is really? part of why I'm so afraid of them. Oh, wow. Yeah. I think I've only been bitten once by a spider. It's painful. And I mean, it's always like, it always boils up. and There's always a lot of pus. And it's yeah, just, it was gross. Spider bites are nasty. They suck. Yeah. So, All right. I'm right there with you. It's pretty much the only thing that I'm afraid of. So, my phobia, I mean, I, I am a little afraid of spiders and a little afraid of scorpions. Scorpions don't bother me. They bother me. Well, Too I mean, they can, they can kill you. Like, Too many when I was a, When I was a kid, we're going on tangents here, but when I was a kid, uh, I was at a friend's house. I was probably like seven or eight years old, and he had like a scorpion den on his back porch. Like what we opened it up. What the fuck is wrong with this And person? there was like 15 or 20 scorpions just wandering around his back porch, and he was like, we need to kill these. So we got flip-flops, and <laughs> we were out there killing scorpions with flip-flops. Well, they, they do get murdered pretty easily, because they look more dangerous than they really are. Yeah. But... Yeah. uh Fuck huh. that. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't really like scorpions either. Scorpions and snakes don't bother so, me. So, like, there's, like, a, I have a tier of phobia. Like, so, snakes is number one. I'm, like, deadly afraid of snakes. Yeah, you mentioned that before. And uh, I don't like spiders, but I could, like, kill a spider and not freak out if one landed on me. But I would, like, what the fuck, get off me. But I won't, like, scream like a girl. I'll pee. I will flat out <laughs> pee. <laughs> Now, see, if a snake fallen on me, I think I just would have a heart attack and die. This is what would happen. Well, most likely if a snake falls on you, it's just going to keep falling and land next to you. It's not, not, like not if hands. it's like, you know, anaconda or something. I mean, if you're Dude. getting anacondas falling on you from the sky in Texas, you have bigger problems to worry about. We've seen the burgers you eat. You're not going to have any anacondas on you. <laughs> Because I don't have any buns. They don't want none unless you got buns, huh? Oh, a python. Totally went over my head when you made that joke later. It was really funny. George always eats his burgers, no buns, so. Yeah, it's disgusting. Hey, man, don't knock it. I've lost 32 pounds that way. And you look great, man. Thank you. You really do. Thank you. I think you look the same. Awesome. (laughs) But that's because I don't pay attention to what you look like. It's all right. I won't hold that against you. That's good. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, snakes is my phobia. I'm deadly afraid of snakes. Okay. I go like spiders than heights. Heights are, I mean, I'm getting better with them because my work is very high. You were in the military, didn't you? Have to do like the wall thing, a repelling. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, three stories, and I froze up at the top, and then I slipped and went down very quickly. And then, and then you, it happened you, again. You when pull I was... on the rope to slow yourself down. Yeah. Didn't yeah. do that, did you? No, I got myself about five feet from the ground, and then they yelled at me, and I was like, you don't understand. I almost didn't. <laughs> <laughs> you should have been like, that's the quick way down. That's what you should have <laughs> I don't like heights, so I went down as fast as I could. <laughs> Makes sense happened, to me. Yeah, there was like a ten-foot one after that, and I just like fell off it. <laughs> I was like, bop. Okay, I'm down. Do you just get dizzy, or you get like a vertigo feeling? or? Yeah, it depends on how high up I am. Like, at work, we've got a couple of, uh, well, not a couple, we've got, like, the entire plant above 10 feet is just these, uh, like, wire crosswalks. Uh-huh. I don't remember what they're called, but, so you can see all the way down. Okay. Up until 100 feet up, I'm good, but after, above 100, I'm I mean, like, y'all are secured, though. Y'all got, like, a, no. like a harness, right? No, it's just a walkway. It's uh-huh. catwalk. Yeah. But it's it has, a, it has it's a, got, a railing. It's got rails. Oh, yeah. okay. So you got a railing. But it's 40 years old. 
Oh, well, and creeks and stuff, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I've never, I've never been bothered by heights, really. Heights don't really bother me, no. I don't think I would jump out of a plane. I think I would I would struggle with that. Well, you would die. Well, once I <laughs> once I get to my ideal weight, that's probably one of the things I want to do. Really? Die? <laughs> yes, die. It's exactly it. Leave a beautiful corpse. Oh, I'm sorry, George. No, <laughs> no uh, I've always wanted to skydive. On his tombstone, he never ate the buns. <laughs> No, uh, I've always wanted to go skydiving. That's always been something I've always oh, wanted man. to do. I think if it was like life or death, like I had to jump out of a plane, I could do it. Like Mission Impossible style? Would you no, jump? if I'm on a plane that's like going down and like they gave me a parachute and they're like, jump out or you will crash and you will die. I could jump out to save myself. Yeah. But I would never like for recreation put myself in that situation. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything that requires me to pee my pants. You would pee your, pee your pants, jump. Oh, I guess you would because you're yeah. terrified of heights. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I'm not terrified of heights. How but are like, you on? La- how well are you on ladders? Then, like, will you have to get on a ladder? I mean, am I? How high is the ladder? The highest ladder I've climbed is only fifty feet. Oh, that's pretty high ladder. Yeah, yeah but there was a cage high. around it too. Oh, mine doesn't. Well, so, like you the, can lean back on okay. the cage, okay. but it's still a forty year old cage. So maybe not. Uh, I'm I'm all right with the ladders. It's just you know those are kind of limited by the fact that no one wants to climb a ladder that high. No, but yeah, because yeah. you get tired after a while. Well, we've got a couple ladders coming off of something that basically amounts to a, a cliff's edge, and those will make me pucker as I climb the ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you just feel it tightening. <laughs> it's like why the fuck wouldn't you turn this the other way so that if I fall off, I'm gonna land ten feet down instead of a hundred feet down. That is weird. Yeah. My plant's a death trap. All all industrial sites are. Question number two. Andy, what's the most illogical phobia you've ever encountered? That I've encountered or that I've heard of? That you've encountered. A fear of failing tests. Because the fear was so powerful it made them lock up during the test. So then they failed the test. I think I actually have that. What? Well, I mean, like uh, in like, in like middle <laughs> middle school and then uh, high school, I like you got like really bad testing anxiety. Yeah, I yeah. would just get really bad test anxiety. So there'll be moments where I know the material, but when it came to test day, shit just went blank. Oh no, they were like frozen. Like they they just looked at it and really didn't move until the test. Oh yeah, was see, gone. I just not that bad, I guess. No, this was this was rather extreme, even for test. Do you know what that, that phobia is called? Testiphobia. <laughs> I would have been like testophobia. That but sounds, yeah, sounds right to me. That sounds close. What about you, George? Or quizophobia. What's the most illogical phobia you've ever encountered? I don't know. That's a tough one. I don't think I really met anyone with illogical ones. Because, like, fear of heights makes sense. And fear of insects, bugs. You know, that that's, makes... that's fairly illogical. Yeah, it's, it's illogical? Really? Yeah. What is a roach or a cricket going to do to you? Oh, Catherine's terrified of, like, cockroaches. Like They don't oh, do yeah. anything. They can't do anything to you. Chelsea is, too. All they can do is fly around. They can bite you. No, they don't have teeth. Yeah, they, co- the tree roaches do have teeth. Not, not big enough to break human skin. No, but they'll, you'll feel the bite. They can pinch you, basically. But what is that going to do? You're, you're 50 times its size. Like, what are you afraid of? It's gross. Sure, they're nasty creatures, but, I mean, most animals and insects are. Yeah. Most people I, I don't are know. too. Uh, my dog's afraid of water, sort of. <laughs> That's kind of funny. Yeah. You should stop I, peeing on it. <laughs> but even my mother's terrified of roaches, so I didn't see that as illogical. But I guess 
it's a common illogical fear. I it guess. is. There's a lot of I know a lot of people who are just mortally frozen when when they see a roach or a bug that's not a spider. <laughs> like a grasshopper is not going to do anything to you. It's just not. No. And I I know so many people that are just like ah. They do catch you by surprise though, and they just like jump right in your face. I mean, you know, nobody wants a bug yeah. jumping in your face, but I mean. It's a cricket or a grasshopper like or a, or a June bug or a cockroach. Like It's just a bug. Just squish it and move on with your life. What's yeah. it going to do? The only thing that I don't like about them is I really just, every time I forget that they can fly. What, the yeah. roach? Yeah. Yeah. I hate that. Because I forget that they can fly and then I'm like, oh, fuck, they're on me. <laughs> I mean, there was that time I went it's to- It's in my mouth. <laughs> there was that time I went to an IHOP and I sat in a roach infested booth and a bunch of them crawled into my underwear- and that that like what? grossed me out, but I wasn't even then. I wasn't like a phobia of them. I, I believe just, you mean I hob. <laughs> yeah, I hob. I took my all my clothes off in the bathroom. I'm shaking them out, and there's like roaches on my pants, and it was it was nasty. Holy fuck! Did it was you gross. did you tell the manager or anything? Yeah, or my, it was one of my friends was the manager. Oh, and he was just like, yeah, I know we got a brooch problem. <laughs> I didn't and they'd be like, I'm leaving. It was the IHOP in Huntsville near my college. I, I never ate there again. I would never go there. I would make a scene. I would tear that thing apart. Yeah. Like, there's roaches everywhere. <laughs> They're all over me. <laughs> I can feel them in my Start skin. one on people's breakfasts. <laughs> <laughs> roaches. Roaches for everyone. It's like a terrible Oprah show. You'd be, <laughs> you'd be like that dude from the first Men in Black. Uh, so yeah, with that being said, I never, I don't have like a cool, like, oh, I know somebody who's terrified of the color red or anything like that. I had a college, uh, suite mate who was terrified of lizards and we had a lizard get into our, our shared bathroom because uh-huh. we had like a shower that we all four had to share and this lizard got in there and he just lived there for like three weeks or something. And like me and the other three guys were just like, eh, whatever, we're taking a shower with a lizard. None of us cared. He would not go in the bathroom. Like, he, he refused to pee in there. He would go, like, across the hall and ask these other people's bathrooms. He was just like, I'm not going in there. There's a lizard. He was so fucking afraid. What does he think the lizard going to do? Bite his dick off or something? Or he's terrified of lizards. If you he, He's like, I don't know how you guys go in there. There's a lizard. And I'm like, it's like this big. It's like four inches. What's it going to do? He just, like, shush it away. I mean, it's more terrified of you than anything. It, it was happy there. It was, like, nice and wet and warm. It was in our shower. Whatever. He was like, can one of you get it out? And I was like, no. Because <laughs> y'all are assholes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we didn't really like that guy anyways. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, I, I don't have anything super interesting besides cockroaches. All right. Uh, next question. Andy, is death the ultimate phobia? No. No? I'm not afraid of death. Most people are. Death is wonderful. Why would you be afraid of it? Because until you're dead, you're alive. And it shouldn't matter to you. And then once you die, it's not going to matter to you anyways because you're fucking dead. I think uh, it's not death that people are afra- afraid of. It's the unknown. Time, uh, t- uh, unknown is one in time not well spent. Yeah. I'm the king of time not well spent. <laughs> we all are. <laughs> <laughs> I took yeah, but then like earlier. It was 40 minutes. I was like, yeah. So anyway, that, that's my interpretation of it. I mean, I'm not really afraid of death. When I die, I die. And like... Like Andy said, when you're gone, you're not going to care anyway. So right. there's nothing you can do to change it. Yeah. Everybody's going to go at some point. So, but there are a lot of people. It's like a very common thing. Like death is what they're most afraid of. Well, some people are just not ready yet. Yeah. 
That's depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you should always be ready to die. Be ready for that nuclear holocaust any moment now. I think I think we're all special cases. We were all born just like, when is this going to be over? <laughs> no, I just keep wishing for the apocalypse so I could become a hero. <laughs> yeah, that would be a world where we all yeah. fit in very well. <laughs> all right. Well, that does it for Mind Melters. Let's move on. It's time for casseroles. How many casseroles we got on this ship anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by casseroles. Andy, who's your casserole for the week? My casserole for the week is Metal Gear Solid Five: The Phantom Pain. I the download- video game? Yes. Okay. Yeah, not the book. Uh, I downloaded that shit, started playing the tutorial mission. First part where you're in a hospital, that's fine. Then you get out and you're actually doing a mission. I've been playing that fucking tutorial mission for seven hours. I'm just crawling around. People I kill start standing back up. What the fuck? It's a long tutorial. Yeah, I'm not happy with it. They, they must not think you understand what's going on. <laughs> Do you understand you're not supposed to kill everyone? If you don't kill them, they get back up. And then they're like, hey, someone knocked me out. I better alert everyone else that someone's walking around knocking people out. Uh-huh. Like, you'd think that at least one of them would be like, I don't know, ma'am, maybe I'm having seizures. Could you take me to the doctor? And that would take them out of business. But no, they're all like, no, some douchebags around here causing cranial trauma. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds boring. It's an awful game. <laughs> all right. George? Uh, my casserole this week is uh, parents who bring their infant children to the movie theater. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Everything. Lots of parents taking their kids to see Hereditary? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, just me. I saw uh, Incredibles two recently, and uh, it's a kids movie. There's I gonna get be kids. it, but an infant doesn't watch cartoons. They can't even fathom what's going on around. When them. did you go to see it? It was opening weekend. It's a it's a parent bringing all their kids to see it. No, probably. no, don't bring your fucking infant. Leave it with a babysitter or stay the fuck home. Leave until... it outside and run over it after the show. <laughs> Leave it in the car and roll up the windows. <laughs> I knew you were going to say it before you said it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, my public service announcement is until your child can sit down and speak and you can communicate to your kid, no son or daughter, you need to not talk at this moment or cry at this moment because there's other people in the theater. See, I'm a little more forgiving if a movie's rated lower than PG-13. Like, if it's a G or PG rated movie and you bring your kids and they misbehave, you know. Children. What are you doing seeing a G or PG rated movie anyway? No, no, <laughs> like, no. Children yeah. are fine. I'm what talking is he, about infants. Sort of pedophile? No, like That's children are okay. Up, I get it. Children are okay, but infants that can't fathom what's going on, all they're doing is just crying. It's fucking I mean, annoying. I went to see Incredibles 2 also, and there was little girls next to me, and they were screaming and like acting goofy and like That's making fine. noise the whole That's time. O- that doesn't bother me as much as a baby crying throughout almost half the movie. Well, if your baby's crying, you need to pick it up and take it outside of the theater, yeah, the- and the other parent needs to stay and watch the kids. So, I, I don't know if there was other kids or not. Ball gags. There you go. Ball gags are the answer. Gag your children for the movie. Okay. There you go. Well, for me, uh, <laughs> recently we had a, a major technical issue with our sites of the Grey Bear Comics and Mind Fudge and Comical. My ex-wife called in and had them cancel my hosting service for all this <laughs> stuff. And uh, they deleted all of my accounts. And uh, it took... So a lot of money and a lot of time to get everything back and restored. So if anybody noticed that the shows weren't downloadable for a few days or that 
uh, you, you couldn't go to Grey Bear and like purchase your comics or anything. Uh, that is the reason. And it was very uncalled for. Man, what the fuck? And extremely frustrating. And I'm still pissed off about it, to be honest. Every right. But it did get the sites back up. And everything's even more securely protected now. So even though she knows just enough information to get in there once, she shouldn't be able to get in there twice. So she is my casserole for this week. There you go. Completely uncalled for. It's eventually going to happen. So now the password is password two instead of password one? Shut up! (laughs) It's his birthday is what it is. It's Andy's birthday. (laughs) July 28th, 1984. A day that will live in infamy. It's really the giggle, but you'll have to guess how many G's there are. (laughs) There's a lot of of G's in there. All right, well, that does it for casseroles. Let's move on to consumption. Consumption. Andy, what have you been consuming this week? So, I started reading again, because I've... You have time for that now? Yeah. Well, I make time for it. I Just when she's crying, I kind of ignore her. Ignore her and just read anyway. You read books out loud You're like, shut up, I'm reading. Do you you read her like Stephen King? Yeah. To like lull her to sleep? (laughs) Yeah, she she loves anything where uh, people... And then he was stabbed in the eye. (laughs) (laughs) That's this part. I've been reading Stormlight Archives. I'm not very far into it, but uh, it's Brandon Sanderson. I like him. He's he's a good writer. Have he you did, read these? He, I haven't read those. Um, the only thing I've really read of his was the last two books of The Wheel of Time, which he took over for Robert Jordan. But he did an amazing job finishing that series because, you know, Jordan died. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like, I like his writing style. I like where he's going with things. I like that... Uh, you know, there's a lot of different stuff added in, and a lot of times it'll be, uh, if you're into fantasy, they'll try to go too far, and it's like, oh, here are orcs, and here's like seven other styles of demi-humans that mm-hmm. I uh, made up myself. You like them? <laughs> yeah. And you're like, why? Like Trollocs and stuff. <laughs> or that one guy who uh, wrote the book using Bosque for names. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but this doesn't fall into that. Like, there's a bunch of shit. That's weird. Like, the dominant species are almost all crustaceans, which is fucking weird. Crab people? Crab horses. <laughs> stuff like that. Oh, I was thinking of South crabs. Park. Yeah, me too. But it's it's good. I believe it. I liked, I liked what I read of Sanderson, so I could see that being good. If I run out of stuff to do, maybe I'll give it a shot. I don't know who recommended it you? to You? I have a lot of stuff to do. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so in about five years, I'll loan them to you. <laughs> that sounds about right. <laughs> what about George? You, George? Uh, so I've, uh, been playing, uh, the new God of War game, uh, which is pretty cool. I've heard so many good things about it. Uh, it starts off pretty strong. I've just started the game, so I'm probably like, I don't know, like four or five hours of gameplay into it. So you're about to beat it? <laughs> no. <laughs> I don't even run. Hopefully even, not. I don't think I'm barely scratching the surface of the beginning of the game. Uh, but it's fun. It's pretty cool. The only thing I don't like how he keeps calling his son boy. Yeah, like, I've heard that. It's just... You know the kid's name. Just say the kid's name. He's Boy of War. Boy. <laughs> it gets awkward. Uh, I really do like how uh, this uh, this game is like steeped in Norse mythology and stuff like that. And they're making it seem like he's going to fight all the Norse gods and basically take over... Uh, Valhalla? Valhalla. That's what, it, that's what it's seeming like so far. That sounds really fun, actually. Yeah, because the game opens up with you fighting uh, one of Odin's sons. Hmm. Which uh, one? 
I want to say f- like something with an F. Anyway, it's the this guy. He he like is all thin. And he's full of tattoos, and he can't be killed. And he moves really fast. And it's like a big giant fight scene in the beginning of the game between you and that dude. And it's pretty cool. That sounds cool. Yeah. And um, I also recently uh, wanted to watch the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> and I looked online and I couldn't find it anywhere for sale that was like a reasonable price for me to pay. Uh, and then walking around Best Buy one day, I saw it in the uh, the two ninety nine DVD bin. And they only had one copy, so I bought it. And uh, I remember being really bad as a kid. But I watched it as though it is, it's not that bad. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> it's pretty fun actually if you just forget it's, like, it's like the he-man movie like, if what? you just forget that it's a mario brothers movie it's pretty good and you know what it actually it kind of works as a like a spin-off ninja turtles movie yeah like if you that. if you pretend like this is like a prequel or a sequel to ninja turtles 2 this works perfectly it has the exact same like color scheme yeah <laughs> like if you think it's ninja turtles like three instead of the turtles in time and like tur- ninja turtles show up at the end that would be great but uh that never happens hmm. but if you just pretend the super mario brothers is really a uh spin-off of ninja turtles 2 it's fun i enjoyed it i had a lot of fun it's been a it. long time since i've watched it maybe we can watch it for our christmas viewing party maybe I mean, yeah we got to figure out what we're going to do for that, but we will definitely do something. <laughs> yeah, maybe we could do a double feature of something. He-Man and Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> 80s nostalgia hitting you in the face. And he's probably never seen either one. you never seen no. Super Mario Brothers? Nope. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that. We'll, we'll God, do He-Man and so Mario good. Brothers. Yeah. Have like a four-hour movie-thon. And it's like John Leguizamo is just so happy to be there because he thinks his career is about to take off. <laughs> and then it's Super Mario Brothers, so it doesn't go anywhere. And then, yeah. he's, then he's the violator. <laughs> <laughs> and Bob Haskins is just like right and off of a years Roger later, Rabbit. Like son of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Leguizamo. I forgot he was in that shit. Yeah. Man, Bob Haskins looked like he's having a good time, but you don't really know what the fuck's going on. Mm-hmm. So... Are they making a new Spawn? Yes. yes. Todd McFarlane's writing and directing with Jamie Foxx starring. I, I hmm. wish it was not Jamie Foxx, but... Hey, he's a big bankable name. I forgot name. that you hate... I hate him so much. Why? He's not a good actor. He's fantastic in he's Ray. No. In the movie Ray, he's How good. hard is it to play Ray Charles? You close your eyes and you go like this. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody can be Ray Charles. Oh. Man, that's fucked up. That was pretty believable when you did it just now. <laughs> that was more Stevie Wonder than anything, but okay. <laughs> I don't like Jamie Foxx. I think he's a shit actor. I mean, he's been good in a couple things. I've never seen a single thing I've enjoyed him in. He was good in that uh, one movie with uh, what was it? Motherfucker was his name or something like that. Collateral. Oh shit! Yeah, he was good in he, Collateral. He was, he was, Collateral is probably his best role, but like everything mm. else I've seen him in, I just what was that hate movie? The he Kingdom. was with Jason Bateman, and they're like horrible bosses or something like that. I hated that movie. I didn't like the movie, but he was good in it. No, he wasn't. He's was great in the Kingdom. I, I like the that. Kingdom. That was good too. Kingdom was a good movie. I'm just not a fan. I don't like him. You just don't like Jamie Foxx. Nope. All right, but he is a famous uh, black actor. And uh, the title character of Spawn is a black character, so I just I just think they're he's a good bankable options. he's a bankable actor that will fit fits way better the role. options out there than Jamie Fox. Well, he's got to be kind of young, so that leaves us with uh, that one guy who's really short, Kevin Hart. 
That's even worse. worse. Yeah, it's not going to be a good idea. <laughs> Dave Chappelle, who's too Dave, Dave comedic. Dave old. Dave's really old. But he looks young. No, he doesn't. doesn't. Not anymore. Either. He looks old now. He's rough. Like, they should have got the guy from Get Out. That would have been a good choice. That would have been a great choice. Or or even the guy who played uh, Black uh, Panther? Killmonger and Panther. Oh, oh well, he's uh, busy doing Creed. Michael Michael B. Jordan. Michael. He would have been great. Yeah. But he probably cost too much money. They're paying Jamie Foxx money. It's got to be about the same. I don't know. Cause what was the last thing Jamie Foxx made that was bankable? He could have gotten Finn from fucking Star Wars to do it. Oh, yeah. That would have been good. Oh, he's around that, that Star Wars money. I can't afford him. He's from Attack the Block. He'll do anything. Attack the Block's fantastic. <laughs> it's one of my they favorite gotten, movies. Uh, the the other guy from Black Panther. The guy that leads the other tribe. King Ubuntu or whatever? The Gorilla yeah, Tribe? Know. Yeah, the Gorilla Tribe. No. I don't remember his name. He's way too big. Like, like Spawn's kind of a... He's supposed to be a military marine tactic. He's like a military build kind of guy. That guy's like hulking. That guy's big. Is he really that big? Yeah. He's like rock sized. (sighs) The the rock's like too big to play that role. Maybe uh, Forrest Whitaker's son. I thought you were going to say Forrest Whitaker. (laughs) (laughs) Forrest Whitaker. Perfect choice. He'd be be like, I'm Spawn. (laughs) I'm Spawn. No, the guy that uh, they had him in uh, Black Panther. Chadwick Boseman? No, no, no. Forrest Whitaker's son played his uh, brother or whatever. The uh, oh, I know who you're talking about the yeah. guy who had who was the betrayer. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah, eh, he was okay. Yeah, he was fine. Yeah, yeah, I like. I'm him. just saying, there's got to be better options than Jamie Foxx. There's a reason they picked him, mm-hmm. and Todd McFarlane liked him. I mean, I'll watch it. Yeah, but I mean, Todd McFarlane really wants to do this. He's and gonna tell a one-liner, and he's gonna have that Jamie Fox look when it, Jamie Fox tells a one-liner. It's just not gonna be the same. It's not gonna have a soundtrack that's even half as good as the original Spawn soundtrack. Well, because it came out in the '90s. The original Spawn soundtrack, "I'll Fight People," is the greatest soundtrack ever made. Because it came out mm. in the '90s. Mm. Lost Highway. Lost Highway is really good. Spawn is way better. Spawn is way fucking better. They're not even close. I don't know, because Slayer's on Spawn. Spawn was all, like, crossovers between different groups that were, like, completely different sounds. Filter and the Crystal Method. Oh, that was Trip Like I Do was amazing. Yeah, that was a great song. Every single song on that album is better than the song before it. It's so good. Trip Like I Do is a great song. That song made Filter a good band, which Filter is not a good band. No, they're not. (laughs) They have, like, three good songs, maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe I need to give that soundtrack a... Oh, you absolutely do. What we should do is just watch Spawn again. I love Spawn. Yeah. It's a shitty movie. I mean, John Leguizamo's fine. It's a shitty movie. Fine. It's great. <laughs> I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I own it. I have it on Blu-ray. Well, I have it on TVB. We should do a John Leguizamo marathon. <laughs> well, we oh, we could totally do Leguizamo marathon for Christmas. Summer of Sam. I don't own Summer of Sam. I do. Oh, okay. We can do it. We can do All it. Right. All right. All right. I'm excited for this. Uh, so my consumption... This <laughs> is we're a little bit off track. <laughs> it's all right. It happens. Uh, you know, I've been playing Fallout 4 for a while. I still go back to it every once in a while. It's a really long game. It's it's really fun, though. I finally beat the the single-player campaign, like the main storyline. Oh, there's actually a single-player campaign. Well, there's, there's a main storyline, and there's a lot of side quests and a lot of other things you can do. And I've been sidetracked for a long time, but I finally went back and completed the main storyline. That's a third-person game, right? It's first or third. You can change it. Oh, okay. It's actually really, really well-designed. But... It made me want to start looking for other Fallout stuff because I'm excited about Fallout 76 coming out. I really like the look of that. I really like everything I've heard about that. It's a prequel. It's a prequel, uh, but it's also an online game where you can play against other people. And uh, there's going to be kind of like Destiny 2 where you go places and you run into other people. And uh, 
it's supposed to be four times the size of Fallout 4, which is tremendous. Um, just everything I've read about it, it's, it's exciting. So I've kind of been in this like whole Fallout bubble the last few weeks. I started playing Fallout Shelter on my phone. Eesh. I played it the first week it came out, and then like I think uh, I don't know. I think like about a month playing into it, I just got bored because it just got really repetitive. It's a little bit repetitive, but the storylines for the expediting teams or whatever is actually really fun. Like when you send people out and you go and complete missions. A lot of my people um, didn't come back. Well, <laughs> I've been doing very well. I have like over 200 people in my vault. I've been sending people out constantly. I have like a lot of people exploring the wasteland that are over level 50. The only thing, my favorite thing to do in the the Fallout game, uh, in the mobile one, was to make people have babies. I, I've made a lot of babies. Yeah. Actually, I have this one guy who's wearing like a tuxedo. He's like the mayor guy. <laughs> and every single woman has had a baby. <laughs> like, I just, he's the mayor of my little town. <laughs> So and like as soon as there's like a man and a woman in a room together, I'm like, all right, baby time, baby time, baby time. <laughs> yeah. So I've been having a blast with that. It's actually uh, when I'm taking a break from South Park, I'm playing that. <laughs> wow. So which is not much of a break. I mean, I you don't have to devote as much time to Fallout. It's like a, a hour a day kind of game. Where at South Park's like a three, four, five, seven, twelve hour good day game. <laughs> wow. It's fun. You should yeah. play New Vegas. I've heard it's really good. It is really good. But I don't really have time. And 76 is about to come out in November. Uh, you guys need to pre-order. We can all play together. Does I've never played a... before. That's fine. It doesn't matter. It's oh. a prequel. It's like the first one in the story anyways. I think I've got a download code for Fallout 3 maybe. Oh, cool. So uh, I have Xbox One and PS4. Yeah, get, pre-order uh, 76 on Xbox One and we'll all three play together. That'll be fun. Okay. Yeah. I'd love to do that. I'll we try it open out. it up to our listeners too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, once it comes out, we don't, have everything don't set you up. need a Xbox Gold or whatever? No, no, not to, anymore. Oh, not anymore. no, not anymore to play online. No. Okay, it's great now. <laughs> All right, well, that does it for consumption. Let's move on to tell us something nutty. And since George, you chose phobias, what's your story? Uh, so as I said in the beginning of the show, I am deathly afraid of snakes. <gasps> <gasps> Shocker. I know. Uh, Trouser snakes? <laughs> uh, so during, uh, I think it's our second or third date with uh, Catherine, and I'm trying to, you know, put a good front, you know, try to show that, you know, I'm, I'm a good date and whatnot, and, and trying to be charming as possible. And we're in the museum, uh, at Natural Science Museum in Houston, where on the second story, they got like... Uh, the different locations where you can go to Africa right. and the Texas desert and stuff like that. And uh, so we get to the Texas desert part. And just previously, our conversation was talking about what we we're afraid of. And she mentioned cockroaches and I mentioned snakes. And I'm like, I'm not just kind of afraid of snakes. I'm like deathly afraid of snakes. And uh, we got to the Texas part thing. And we're just like looking at all the cool like live like statues and stuffed animals and stuff. And they have... I don't know if they still have it, but when we were there, they have like a uh, like a censored snake that when you pass by it, it pops up and like you know it makes the noise. And uh, I walk in front of her, and I didn't see that there, and it literally scares the shit out. I I go like oh my god, and I freaked out, and I like moved behind her as quick as possible, and I'm surprised she didn't dump me right then and there, and. You know, as they say, the rest is history. 
You tried to throw her to the snakes? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I was scared in front of... At least she uh, didn't jump into her arms or something. <laughs> I mean, it was damn near, might as well have. That probably would have been better. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, I was scared on our third date by a animatronic snake. I mean, to be fair, if you just led like that and didn't point out that it was part of like a display or something, yeah, I could understand. <laughs> like Five Nights at Freddy's, but with a snake? Yeah. And uh, another snake-related story that I think is silly. Uh, so, uh, the fear of snakes was ingrained in me as a child. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it came from. I just had it. And uh, I was probably like four or five years old being baptized. And uh, I would just remember they putting me in the tub. And I was terrified, like petrified that a snake was going to come out. Of the little hole in the tub and just bite me in there. And I kept remembering, like, no, there's a snake! There's a snake! There's videotape of my baptism, me screaming this. <laughs> can you get us that tape? I could probably <laughs> I have to look for it, but I, I'm pretty sure it's in my parents' house somewhere. And I just remember crying bloody murder about there's being a snake in the baptismal tub. And there, everyone, are, my parents are embarrassed and my sister's, like, struggling with me and trying to baptize me and stuff. So, it's a real biblical imagery. Well, you know, and like Greeks uh, like do a lot of the saint stuff. They name their children after saints. I'm St. George, and St. George is known for killing the serpent, the dragon or whatever, depending on what religion or what point of time. So I guess I'm seeing that as a young age, and I guess I envision that snake's going to come back to get revenge since I'm George and, you know. At age three or four? Yeah, four yeah. years old. I don't know. <laughs> I'm stupid. What do you want me? I'm still stupid. What do you want me to tell you? So anyway, those are my on our John Leguizamo marathon. That's the only non John Leguizamo film I want to watch. Yeah, I want to watch that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna sneak in the pest in there just to <laughs> screw you guys. I don't know if I have any uh, phobia stories. I remember when I was a kid, we went to this. Uh, I don't know if it was a wax museum or if it was an exhibit at a museum of some sort. But it was like phobias. Was it the wax museum at San Antonio? It could have been. They had an exhibit on phobias. I don't. I don't remember what it was. But there was a room that was all spiders. I think that is in San Antonio. And uh, I remember my sister was like, "Hey, come here. You got to look at this." And she knew I was afraid of them. And she took me in there and like pushed me in the room. And I'm just like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> so it's like a recreation of that scene of Ace Ventura and the stuffed animal room. <laughs> Well, it had all these like purple and green neon lights on the wall, and it was really dim uh-huh. in there. And like you could see all these different cages and all these different aquariums, and they just had tons and tons of different spiders. And they had like fake spider web running across the ceiling, and like fake spiders on the walls. And I mean, the whole thing was meant to like take you through the different things that people are afraid of. There was one that was like people that are afraid of rats, and there was all these different rats. One was like people are afraid of spiders. There's all these different like cubbies you would go in, and each one was a different phobia. And she pushed me into the spider one, and I was just, like, frozen. Like, yeah, I, terrified. I can imagine. Um, and I just, I, 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 like, covered up with my eyes, like, shaking, and I, like, backed out of there. And I was just like, uh. <laughs> I tried to tell my parents what they did, and my mom was like, well, it's a museum. What are they going to do to you? <laughs> my sister is terrified of butterflies. What? Yeah. And nowadays, our, our favorite thing to do is try to convince my oldest niece to drag her someplace that's got butterflies. Yeah, like, like go to the gardens. the place at the museum. They have like a butterfly center. She didn't know that was there. <laughs> <laughs> and when she was a teenager, my parents, who were unaware of her phobia, 
and her best friend, who was aware of her phobia. <laughs> That's a fucked up friend. All went in there together. I mean, there's a, a lot of butterflies in there. Yeah, yeah. And her friend kept her distracted until she was about 15 feet in, or I, I guess however far in, and then butterflies. She was wearing a red shirt that day. Oh, no. <laughs> so she's just covered, covered in butterflies, and then crying. She wasn't trying to, like, swipe them away or crying or... Because you're not, you're not allowed to touch them or anything like that. She was like... <laughs> went into a full stroke face. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I find this an, a hilarious story, and I wish I had been there. I can, I can imagine your sister in that situation. It's pretty funny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah Phobias. Phobias. Are all pretty ain't, ain't nothing to mess with you. All right. Well, let's move on to Hot Fudge, then. You want the Hot Fudge? What you got for us, George? All right, so uh, this week's uh, Hot Fudge is about phobias, trying to keep it along with the theme, and I was just kind of looking up some interesting facts about phobias. Yeah. And one of the interesting things that I found yeah. was that uh, phobias can be passed down through your DNA from your ancestors. Oh. I guess somebody in my like lineage got eaten by spiders. <laughs> My family members watched. <laughs> also, apparently, phobias can be treated. It's not like something you have to be stuck with. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. Therapy. Probably exposure therapy. <laughs> exposure therapy. <laughs> That's not true because when I was a uh, a camera operator at, at, at the news in, back in Beaumont, uh, one of my earlier stories when I was working there, I had to go uh, film this snake charmer. And when I got there, I didn't intend... And going inside the snake pit, but the reporter I was with was like, hey, go inside the snake pit and get some great shots. I'm like, uh, no thanks. But I had to go anyway because it was my job at the time. I'm literally in the you middle. You like, of- set the camera down. You're like, I quit. <laughs> <laughs> I thought about it. A quick, quick glance in my brain went, just leave this. Don't, you don't need this shit. Go work at McDonald's. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, I-, I walked in and I'm with the snake charmer and he's surrounded by all sorts of snakes and it was probably the worst footage I've ever shot. It's all shaky and shit and smells like urine. Yeah, probably. But anyway, I did not get over my fear of snakes. Well, that's like Im- that's like immersion therapy. It's like they throw you into like a shitload of them. Exposure therapy, they like introduce you to one snake that's like friendly and has no fangs and you slowly get used to him and then they like, give you a different one. No. You know, no. like that's how that's how most therapy works. Is like they sh- they slowly introduce you to what you're afraid of. All right, I'll know that next time for you. Bring spiders that can't kill you. I'll bring some snakes. <laughs> <laughs> See who flinches first. I'll stay home. <laughs> uh, also, uh, another interesting thing is that phobias are a uh, sign of the times. Like, so I guess during the time period you're born, more phobias are popular than others. Uh, so, like, rise of nomophobia was, uh, around 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to remember what nomophobia was. Do you know what nomophobia is? Fear of the number nine. Is it really? Is it fear of garden gnomes? Because that would make sense if it <laughs> happened, like, 30 years ago. Nomo or novo? Nomo. Oh. Then that's not the fear of the number nine. See, the number nine is nove. Like, as in November. Because November's the ninth month. Oh, I'm sorry. I read this wrong. So, it wasn't 30 years ago. It's like people of the age of 30 is what it was. It was still loading. <laughs> Nomophobia has become a new uh, thing. It's apparently, it's the intense anxiety of not having phone signal, data, or battery in your phone. <laughs> yeah. 
So it is a new phobia that has developed in the past 30 years, is what I said. It just hasn't finished loading. That makes sense. Is that because you don't have enough signal? <laughs> I guess so. Apparently, oh. I don't have that. Are you, think, are you anxious about it? I think Justin might have that phobia. I know that I don't, and I know that you don't, because your phone was at like 3%. (laughs) It really was. uh, It's not a phobia. I just, uh, I get frustrated if I can't get on my phone. And anxious, maybe? No, I don't really get anxious about it. And apparently, there are uh, over 400 phobias that have been identified by experts. Hmm. Over 400. How many by amateurs? Uh, Probably a bajillion. Ah. Like, uh, aviophobia. Fear of flying. Fear of birds. Oh, shit, you know what that is? Yeah, I didn't know what that was. Acrophobia is the fear of heights. I knew that. Claustrophobia. Small spaces. Yeah, small spaces. Ophiophobia. Ophiophobia. Fear of snakes. Yeah, that one. Ophidiophobia. Ophidiophobia. It's what I have. He played magic. (laughs) (laughs) We should do this game. Do you have a list of them? We can go through. Uh, And then uh, Cynophobia is the fear of dogs. Astrophobia, the fear of storms. And... Triophobia, fear of needles are some of the most common. That makes sense. So there you go. Cool. Some interesting or not so interesting facts about phobias. All right. Well, let's move on to Ask the Nuts. That's us. It is time to Ask the Nuts. It's a bit nutty. That is us. Or a pair of us. But um, there we go. (laughs) Question number one. Andy, what is the weirdest phobia you've ever heard of? There's one that's a super long word, and it's the fear of long words. Okay. I don't understand why you would be afraid of them. They are your friend. They're, they're mostly just, German. They're just words. They can't hurt you. No, they can, Justin. <laughs> they can. Sticks and stones, man. <laughs> words can never hurt you. Sticks and stones may break your bones, but words will leave emotional scars and trauma. Touche. <laughs> George? I think the weirdest that I've come across so far in my quick research that I've done is papaphobia. Fear of your father? <laughs> no, it's the fear of the Pope. I can see that with the hat and all. Who knows what he's got under I mean, that? He does look kind of like a scary clown. What if his head is really shaped like that? And there's also uh, phobophobia. Fear, fear of fear. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so you're scared of having a fear. <laughs> That's got to be a pretty And then uh, hexacosihexalonphobia. I wish that you could pronounce literally any of the words you're saying. <laughs> Hexacolosa hexaconophobia. Yeah. It's the fear of number 666. Okay. The two hexes in there kind of let you know that it was the sixes. You know, you can go fuck yourself. Like Hexember, the sixth month? <laughs> yeah, I think I think most phobias are like weird and irrational. Like people that are afraid of the sky or people that are afraid of the wind or trees or birds. Like... Any of the shit that you just can't get away from. I mean, technically, what we've been describing as phobias in ourselves are not phobias. They're just intense fears. A phobia is something that, by definition, prevents you from functioning as, you know, a rational, normal adult. Like cheerophobia. Yeah. Cheerophobia is the fear of being too happy. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, next question. Andy. Is Arachnophobia the movie awesome or not? It's awesome. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really fun. Actually, I'm going to go see it in August at the Natural Science Museum. I would not go there. That sounds like something where they're going to release spiders and be like, here you go, idiots. No, it's the actual movie. They're showing it on their IMAX screen over there. They give everybody like a little tiny blowtorch. (laughs) I'm like, let spiders go everywhere. Yeah. 
There's going to be a spider on someone. No, there won't. Yeah, there will. <laughs> People will feel like there is. Most yeah. definitely. Uh, next question. Is fear of babies a recognized phobia? Yes. Yeah. It's called pedophobia. Yeah. Pedophobia. Next question. Uh, Andy, have you ever overcome a phobia? No. I've never had anything that's actually strong enough to be a phobia. I could kill a spider if it was on me. Whereas someone with true arachnophobia would not be able to because they'd be paralyzed. And also moist. I've killed a snake before. I did it out of sheer fear, though. Yeah. <laughs> Were you talking to it the whole time? I was screaming the whole <laughs> entire time. Like, ah! That sounds about right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I've killed thousands of spiders in my lifetime. I've killed at least three. You take too much joy in killing those oh, spiders. I love killing them. Um, but at the same time, it's like if you're walking somewhere and you know there's like a giant one hanging there, but you have to get past it. And, like, you don't have anything to knock it down with. So you've got to, like, conquer your fear and, like, go underneath its web or around its web. Mm. Like, I've done it. What, what do you do when you accidentally walk into a spider web? Do you, like, I freak cry. the fuck out? I, I, I'm like, oh, my God. I take my shirt off. I'm, like, <laughs> rubbing my hair. I'm, like, looking everywhere to make sure. And I still feel like there's webs and a spider on me all fucking day. It's the worst. <laughs> I hate it. We've got, like. I pick my shirt up by, like, the corner. And I'm, like, shaking it out like this as far away from my body as I can. Ugh, we've got worst. billions of spiders at work and we've got these these one they're like white bodied with brown legs mm -hmm. and they're all over the place i'm all right with them i've had one of them on me and not leapt off of the walkway which was good because i was like 300 feet up or something yeah. but then we have maybe maybe a dozen of these fucking gigantic I don't, I don't even know what type of spiders they are, but they are, I mean, their bodies are like half an inch. Like the, the rear portion, I, I can't deal with those. You ever seen pictures of those camel spiders? Oh my God. Yeah, but they're not real spiders, so they don't bug me. What do you mean they're not real spiders? They're ginormous. They just they're don't live over here. So oh, they don't live spiders. here. What are they? Uh, they're closer related to scorpions. Are they really? Yeah. Hmm. Or daddy long legs, one of the two. Is it daddy long legs a spider? No. Okay. I'll learn more new things today. So I guess I guess I've conquered my fear a few times, you know, walking under spiders and stuff. But I mean, I don't like doing it. Yeah, it's horrible. Uh, next question: What would you call a fear of George, Andy? <laughs> Common sense. <laughs> no, wait. Uh, meat tickler phobia. Meat tickler phobia. <laughs> Giggle phobia. Giggle phobia. Giggle phobia. George, what would you call a fear of Andy? Uh, I don't know. Sarcasophobia? Really? I'm sarcastic? <laughs> Baby murderer of phobia. Baby murderer of phobia. <laughs> Pedophobia, whatever it was called earlier. <laughs> uh, Andy, what would you call a fear of Justin? Phonophobia. <laughs> what was the phobia I said earlier if you were freaking out over your phone? Nomophobia? Nomophobia? Yeah. There you go. That fits you. Okay. Next question. Do you think you can develop a phobia after having a nightmare about something? Yeah, probably. I don't know. I don't think so. If you're the kind of person that dwells on things and you just let it fester and eat away at you, and you keep reliving the nightmare. What if you've got a phobia of nightmares and then you have a nightmare about something and you start developing a phobia of that thing? I think that's would be easy to do. Yeah, that's true, too. I mm. think it's possible. Yeah, but the phobia like cripples you from like living day-to-day -day life. What if you have the same nightmare every night? That's the thing. You'd Go have see to a already be partially broken to get to this point. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. This doesn't affect normal people. 
if you're capable of getting a phobia so bad that you can't function, you're not yeah. you're not like a healthy minded person to begin See, with. See, to us, spiders are more like other people's children. We're all right with their existence. We just don't want them on us. <laughs> okay. Whereas a phobia would be like, no, you're not even allowed to have children, and in fact, I need to sterilize you to prevent it from happening, George. Okay. You're making, this very, you're making this very personal right now. <laughs> Next question. What do you think is a good method for overcoming phobias? Uh, immersion therapy, just like learning a new language. I don't think immersion therapy is right. I think exposure therapy. We're going to drown you in spiders. No. <laughs> like Fear Factory style? That is not... No. <laughs> You want to get in an aquarium full of snakes? No, not particularly. And sit there for five minutes? Uh, I mean, if you told me, like, none of these will kill you, and if you do get bit, we have anti-venom ready, maybe. Still wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I probably wouldn't, no. Uh, yeah, I just say, just deal with it. What amount of money would you do that for? Not enough. This is not enough money. You million, don't. You don't. Dollars. You don't have a million dollars. Two million dollars. If I would have to see it in cold, hard cash what if, what with my were, name on it, what if ready to go. To you? I would have to see it signed, like guaranteed. But what if it this was there? How much would it have to be for you to do that? I don't know. A lot. That's all I know. Two million dollars made me think of twice about it, though. If it's spiders in like some sort of tank, how long? Ten minutes. Ten minutes? I could do it for ten minutes. I'd hate every and second of none it. None of them are poisonous. And I don't have to do it right now. Like, I can do it after I shave myself completely bald, right? Yeah, you can shave yourself, Bob. I mean... Yeah, probably $50,000. Wow, that's low ball. I don't know, man. I've, it'd have to be, like, several hundred thousand for me to think about it. Like, I'd think twice about it, like, but it would have to be cash, tax-free, written to mine, like, guaranteed mine, after 10 minutes of interacting with non-venomous and non-dangerous spiders. I would just go in there and be like this. And it would be fine. It would be fine because they could not get into my holes. What do they crawl in your ears? What ears? What do they crawl up your shorts? What shorts? I'm going to be naked. Or if they crawl up your butt. Then they'll die. (laughs) Or will they just... (laughs) The gerbil will eat them. Don't worry. (laughs) Or Or they'll just put a nest of spider baby eggs in your ass and... You ever seen a spider hatch break yeah it's disgusting it's super disgusting yeah yeah i've killed a few like pregnant mothers yeah and like seen all the spiders run out and and cried yeah that's what i did well luckily like (laughs) i I squished one last time i did it i squished one in my garage and thousands of little babies came running out and i like stepped back and i reached up and i remembered i had the the spider and scorpion killer raid (laughs) and i was just like genocide (laughs) excellent time children (laughs) <laughs> they didn't feel it. <laughs> <laughs> they died before they even knew what happened. Exactly. They probably felt it, but that's all right. Yeah. Made him feel better. It did. Kept thousands of them out of my garage. And out of his asshole. There you go. Next question. Why do people enjoy being scared? Like it makes a, them feel alive. Yeah, I was say it makes them feel alive. It gets the adrenaline pumping. Lets them know that... They can see something that scares them and come out the other end. And yeah, it makes them feel like they've overcome something. Yeah, that's the why world people like horror that movies. Ba- that's scary. If I've just survived an area where there's people pretending to be masked murderers, but do you come? Do you come out the other side actually braver, or is it just a placebo? It's a placebo. Doesn't thing. matter. Yeah, I'm just asking. Do you think so? Well, I mean, bravery 
it can't be a placebo of bravery <laughs> because bravery is itself entirely within your head. What? We were looking for some sort of deep conversation from you, George. I Once again, you've disappointed us. That's <laughs> the story of my life. <laughs> uh, no, I, I agree completely. Uh, it's just that um, people do it to feel something. It's fun to know that they can see something that they can't get hurt by, but they get the thrill of possibly knowing they can get scared by it and come out the other end okay. Yes. Everyone likes punching a clown in the nuts. Sure. All right. If you had to guess your co-host's secret phobias, what would you guess that they are? Not anything we've already talked about. Success. That's a pretty good one. Dead time. Dead time? Yeah. Like, where nothing's happening. Just oh, doing I love that. that. <laughs> I just don't get it enough. <laughs> yeah. Downtime. You you fill your time. I'm always busy. That's true. Yeah. And what I'm getting at isn't like, oh, you've got leisure time. You can't work on something. But you need to work on something. Okay. I do like to stay busy. You shoot yourself in the foot. You fear success. Sure. That makes sense. George? I don't know. <laughs> I'm inscrutable. Yeah. You can't scroop me. It's really hard. I think Andy would be afraid of his teeth falling out. Nah. <laughs> nah. I would brush them way more than I do if I was afraid of that. And uh, you, Justin, are afraid of germs more than you let on. Oh, I'm a total germaphobe. Yeah. Yeah, I wash my hands like 50 times a day. Yeah. And I'm constantly using hand sanitizer. And I don't like other people to touch my stuff. <laughs> It's gotten so bad that I wash his hands for him while he's sleeping. Yeah, I'm 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 really a germaphobe. Like it's it's there. Yeah, uh, Andy, you were terrified of your hair falling out, mm. all of it, your facial hair. If you lost your beard, you would be terrified. Alopecia. <laughs> I have been completely bald, except for the eyebrows. I did not pull a tie. But you didn't have a beard then. No, you do. You have to be afraid of losing your beard. I could shave that shit tomorrow. Remember that one time he did shave it and he looked creepy? Yeah. It would be like that all the time. Oh, that's the Andy I grew up with. <laughs> <laughs> I'm way more calm and cuddly now. <laughs> and George, um, I think you're afraid of being alone. I what? don't know. That's true. I'm. What if Before were... we hung out, I didn't really hang out with a lot of people. And I've no done No family, it. no friends. No future, no past. Definitely done that. You like people around you. I do like having people around me, but I also spend a lot of time alone. I think George may also be afraid that one day he'll wake up and find out that he's secretly been Italian the entire time. (laughs) Instead of Greek. (laughs) Although my mother would be totally wrong. Everything's a lie. (laughs) Papa de Booby. He's he's Italian. (laughs) (laughs) They told me I was a Greek. Okay, last question. What would you do if you woke up one day with a phobia of your significant other? Oh, shit. Same thing I'd do with spiders. <laughs> Squisher. Scry. <laughs> Hide in the bathroom and make sure someone else kills it. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I think I would, like, keep them at a very far distance from me till I figure out how to deal with the situation. Immersion therapy. How do you explain that to them, though? <laughs> I can't talk to you. I'm just scared of you right now. <laughs> Immersion therapy. Climb inside their skin. Wow. <laughs> I'm her now. She can't scare me. We are one. 
I'm not afraid anymore. Oh, you're dead? Oh, well. All right. Well, at least I still got the body. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's taking a dark turn on this show. Yeah. Just uh, now? I think I would seek therapy to try to overcome that because it's a Yeah, but we're talking issue. about like the moment you wake up and you realize you're scared. I would probably flee the house. <laughs> Go, ah! <laughs> why, why is he just... Pee Wee Herman in this? <laughs> Jerry, you said the magic word. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'd probably flee. Just get as far away as possible and then like try to rationalize my fear. Try to see a therapist or somebody that I could help talk to that could help me with it. And then uh, try to fix that gap that had been created. Because, you know, you don't want to like have to walk away from your life because of that, you know? That makes sense. Yeah. All right. Well, that does it for us <laughs> Andy wanna... creeps me out, but that's one of my phobias, just him just staring at me randomly while What we would record. you do in the middle of the night when you wake up and suddenly have a phobia of me? You wake up and Andy's standing over your bed with a Burger King mask and a hamburger. <laughs> <laughs> Scream bloody murder is what I do. Perched up. I'm gargoyling on your uh, he goes, fucking nightstand. I'm the sneak king. <laughs> you need better locks. Wow. <laughs> would you like a Whopper? <laughs> I bought a whole bunch of them. I've been eating them for hours. <laughs> By the way, can I use your bathroom? <laughs> you're a heavy sleeper. <laughs> you smell different when you're awake. Wow. I was enjoying alone time before you woke up. <laughs> Go back to sleep. <laughs> Just wipe their face. <laughs> with wiping their face with the whopper you got. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lot of how my wife wakes up, you know. <laughs> you rubbing whoppers on her face? <laughs> Usually my hand. I'm just that like, poor woman. <laughs> Alright, guys. Well, that does it for this episode of Mind Fudge. Uh, thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to follow us on all of our social media, you can find us on Twitter as at MindFudgers. Uh, if you'd like to follow me directly, you can find me as at ComicalJC. You can also find Andy at... At Princess Sophia SU, and that's Sophia with an F. It's only on Twitter. And I don't really do much there. I'm boring. And for George? And <laughs> George Chips is everything. At the Meat Tickler. Meat Tickler Luchador. You should change it. <laughs> 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 and then, if you want to check out our comic. Yeah, be sure to go to our website, Grey Bear Comics. It's G-R-A-Y. Uh, Speak No Evil issue three is now out and available for purchase. Uh, we're also going to be doing some shows pretty soon coming up in the summertime of August and Comic Palooza and, <laughs> and, uh, in September as well. So San be Diego sure Comic-Con. to take a look at our website for dates and our Facebooks and all that stuff. That's Graybear Comics, G-R-A-Y. And thank you guys for tuning in and we will see you next week. Don't get scared. No, do get scared. Don't Common get scared. Sense thing. Hopefully you don't see Andy and his whoppers. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny you called them that.